Thank you for listening to the FCS Podcast with your hosts, Joe DeLeon and Sean Anderson. Here on the Believe Podcast Network, do you believe? Welcome back to the FCS Football Podcast presented to you by the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by my wonderful friend Sean Anderson through our Discord server, and we are bringing you our first off-season show, and we're going to be discussing the latest rumblings from the previous All-Star Games for senior draft prospects. We had two games this past weekend, and we have the Senior Bowl coming up very very soon so we got a lot to discuss as this offseason is starting to pick up and we're gonna have a lot of things coming around the corner but this past weekend I was actually ironically in Mobile Alabama but for a separate thing and I did not get to stay for the senior bowl uh, I was there for the Houston kicking is Houston kicking combine which is for senior draft eligible and free agent specialists that are looking to get the opportunity to keep playing and how'd you how'd you do personally i think some of our listeners might have a bit of interest in that uh how, we just a grade how would you give yourself as a grade uh like a like a b like a i b i i had a couple snaps that i wasn't too content with but besides that i thought i had a pretty good uh weekend good performance you see you giving yourself a b is tricky for me because you're one of the most narcissistic people i've ever met in my life <laughs> but at the same time you're very harsh on yourself and you hate yourself a little bit. Yeah. So it's tough for me to read what a B is on the deal. <laughs> <scale. laughs> I think it, I think it fits down the, the, the line that you just uh, described. Thank you for sending me a, a picture of my face from the, uh, the event. Where, where it's not you... about your face. It's about your hair. Uh, okay. I get it. I go, I wear a headband. No, 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 no. It's not just the headband. It's the hair screaming for help just trying to escape <laughs> off the side of your head so some it looks like a crashing wave about to hit the beach Joe. some fcs listeners might not have seen twitter over the weekend can you please update us on the gift that i gave you yes um joe delivered uh, sent me his gift for me correctly picking the FCS national championship score the closest. I didn't pick it dead on, but I was the closest uh, with the final score prediction. And Joe, the sneaky little rascal. That's the word you're going to use? I just knew, I just knew it was going to be something that he would think would humiliate me. But he was wrong because I love it. And it is a shirt. It is a very nice shirt. Uh, I <laughs> I think it says, just a girl who loves anime. And it has a picture of a female anime character on it with a couple <laughs> hearts on it. And Joe thinks that I hate it, but it might be no, a bar no. shirt for me. I might have to go and, and wear it out to the bars. I did not think you would hate it. I bought the shirt for you hoping you would wear it. But my only thing was... I wasn't sure if you would get mad at me because you thought I was doing shtick. No, it is shtick, yeah. but it is very good, good okay. shtick, Joe. Good. I, I applaud you for your gift. And, and yeah, I, I did 
I think I, I did the right thing by tweeting it out because I am open to our listeners being involved with what we do and and kind of getting an inside look at how we would give gifts to each other. Now I got one planned out in case you ever win anything in your life, Joe. Uh, okay. But um, <laughs> thank you for the gift. Uh, I'm very happy about it. Yeah. So I narrowed it down between that and I think the other one was like eat, sleep, anime, repeat. That was the other one that I was debating getting. <laughs> um, but I, my original <laughs> intention, I don't mind admitting this. My original intention was to get you an anime body pillow but they oh. were all very um what's the word i'm looking for well they were expensive so it was like 40 dollars uh-huh. just for the pillowcase so i would have had to bought you like a, a 60 dollar pillow as well but the they were very lewd uh oh. <laughs> like if it showed up to your house and your dad walked into your room <laughs> It would have been a very awkward be conversation. I wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna go with the uh, one of the mouse pads. That was what that was on the um, on that... the, the, the the list of ideas too because <laughs> there were a lot of really good mouse pads. But again, I was not. There was like a whole laptop pad. Again, it was very <laughs> lewd, and I I was very close, but I did not want to do that to you. I figured I'd get you something that you could use. Uh, you gave me something that I could use, and you also gave me something that I could tweet out happily. <laughs> oh, it makes me so happy. All right, let's get into this stuff because we got a lot of content to cover here because we had the East-West Shrine game and the NFL PA Bowl. But before we get to discussing that, we had a bit of surprising news hit this past week, and it was the second player that we've had from the FCS this offseason declare as an underclassman. That does not happen often. Sometimes there are guys that declare that are under the radar, and sometimes those guys that do declare don't really end up places. But we have two higher-profile players that declared, and actually, from what I'm seeing from various draft rating sources, they could be drafted within the, in the, in, within the seven rounds. So Pete Guerrero, Monmouth's running back, declared that he's going to be entering the NFL draft. And then a while ago, but was not as much public knowledge until really he he signed with an agent, was our teammate Isaiah Coulter, wide receiver from the University of Rhode Island, both of which are very, very talented. There's a very, very good shot, like I said, that at least one of them gets drafted. But it really does not happen that often that these guys declare. I think a lot of people at the beginning of the season assumed Jabril Cox from North Dakota State was going to be that guy to declare early, but instead we have two very, very unexpected people. Both of these players would have made our preseason position lists as pretty top-touted on those lists for their positions. Coulter, the wide receiver, and Guerrero was the running back, but now they have left us with a couple spots to fill. And if there were going to be two guys that are underclassmen that would be doing this in the FCS and you asked me if you gave me a list of 50 underclassmen, these are probably the two that I would choose because Pete Guerrero as a junior is incredibly well-rounded as a running back and he has next level speed. And Isaiah Coulter is the fastest human being I have ever witnessed with my own eyes. It, it, I've never seen somebody faster and never seen somebody that moves so easily. Now they're juniors and they're at the FCS level. So they obviously have to train really hard and they have a lot of work to do. And it's 
it's hard enough to get drafted as an FCS player, but to get drafted as a junior FCS player is a whole different task. But for physical specimens and raw talent ability, these two are top of the list, juniors and seniors. Yeah, they're both very physically gifted and extremely talented as athletes. I think that they do need some polish, and it really is a testament to the fact that they're going to get drafted based on their talent, not so much the fact that they're as polished as these other guys like Adam Troutman and Jeremy Chin who are at the Senior Bowl. Those guys are, are, are much more developed because they had that fourth year, and they're also very physically gifted. So it's a bit of a different situation because of the fact that they're underclassmen. Again, they're going to get drafted because of their talent, but they're they're going to be developmental projects for whichever teams decide to take them. So the NFLPA Bowl, which is, I, I think most people would say, the third All-Star game, if we were to rank all three of them. Now, no one's really going to argue with you in terms of where the talent goes. It's it's still a very, very big deal if you get invited to the NFLPA Bowl. And we, there were a number of FCS players who were invited, but we had two that were real standouts, and a lot of people were talking about their performances, and that was Chattanooga's Nick Tiano, who won MVP of the NFLPA Bowl, and then also San Diego's Reed Sinnott. Both of them had very, very good games at the quarterback position. Yeah, both of these players and with these all-star games, especially at the quarterback position, it's just another opportunity for scouts and teams to look at you and really only you. Uh, if you're a team that's looking for a quarterback, then it is an excellent opportunity. And both uh, Tiano and Sinnott took advantage of that opportunity to, to show whoever was in that, that uh, stadium watching or on TV that they have the ability to play with with other collegiate players and play well against them in a top three all-star game bowl as it, as it is. The things that I really saw from the both of them, Reed Sinnott looked very, very good in the pocket. He climbed the pocket very, very well. And I saw a lot of patience from him connected a number of times with receivers. And I, I think that the, the stats that Tiano had looked better, but I think from his performance, Sinnott, had the had the better day in my opinion now I, I would like to say that this game was probably one of the most annoying to try and watch and figure out who was on the field just from the fact that every single player on the field was wearing <laughs> five to ten different decals from every single kid at the, at the, at the game <laughs> I don't know about you Sean but that was bugging the hell out of me <laughs> as a player and a fan or as a former player and a fan, I don't hate it because yeah. you're developing a week-long camaraderie. Camaraderie, pardon me. It's weird. No way. But uh, <laughs> you're developing that 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 week-long bond, and you're you're making new friends and seeing all these other uh, different players. So you're like, okay, I'll get a decal from you. Get a decal from you. Uh, that's that's cool. Did, did Juwan give out decals when he went? Did he have anything uh, to give out? Th this was the first year that I've really seen someone do that. And it's not oh, like you no. or I has any decals to give away. What do you? I know, no, no. But Jawan had a whole bunch of different decals on his. Jawan Lawson, by the way, quarterback for you or I. Yeah. Uh, a, a year ago, he had a whole bunch of different decals on his helmet last year. Maybe he did. I don't. I didn't particularly remember did. that. I didn't notice that. He did. Okay. All right. Thank I you think for they the keep confirmation. One side clear, and they keep the other three sides. You can decal them. Okay. It's cool. But if you're trying to track these players, and you're 
it makes it a little tougher on you. <laughs> yeah, especially if your team's base color helmet is white. Like, I know. What, what am I looking at? <laughs> like, it's supposed to be easy to find these guys in these All-Star games because of their damn helmets. And it's such a like, dumb thing to complain about. But Like, you couldn't miss Rashawn Gary if he was playing in the NFL PA Bowl because of the, the classic Michigan helmet and the, and the blue and the gold uh, stripes up on it. But Illinois... For example, a white helmet with just an, a big orange eye. Yeah, that's <laughs> a little tough. And while I was watching these bowl games, I did see an eight sleep TV commercial, which made me ecstatic because we are happily sponsored by eight sleep, eight sleep.com. Let's talk about sleep here. We need eight hours of sleep straight up. One of sleep's biggest problems, temperature. It's tough to get good sleep if you're too hot or too cold. It is our pleasure to introduce the Pod by 8 Sleep. It is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness. It combines dynamic temperature regulation and sleep tracking to enhance your rest and recovery. It learns your sleep habits and adjusts the temperature automatically. That means if you like the bed cool and your partner likes the bed warm, now you can both have it at the same time, however you like, in a crazy comfortable bed. For the next week, FCS fans, get $200 off your pod and a free gravity blanket for a total value of $500. Only at 8sleep.com slash pro. That's E-I-G-H-T sleep.com slash pro. 8sleep.com slash pro. And now back to Joe scarfing down his water from, I'd assume, a full gallon bottle. Uh, it is a full gallon bottle. And now on to the next senior all-star game. And this one had a lot more on it. The NFL PA Bowl game is obviously a big deal for those who performed well during it. But this game had a ton of FCS players and a lot of guys that made themselves a lot of money from this game. Those that were in attendance, though, there's a pretty long list. It started to pick up towards the very end of the season, and we had a ton of really talented players that participated in this game. Those that did participate, quarterback Kevin Davidson from Princeton, Rhode Island offensive lineman Kyle Murphy, also from Rhode Island, wide receiver Aaron Parker, Isaiah Swan, corner from Dartmouth, Wagner linebacker Cam Gill, North Dakota State tight end Ben Ellifson, Bucknell punter Alex Peachin, Montana linebacker Dante Olson, North Dakota State defensive end Derek Tuska, Montana State defensive tackle Bryce Sterk, Illinois State safety Luther Kirk, and then lastly, but not least, Illinois State running back James Robinson. That's a lot of guys, Sean. That's a pretty big haul of players there. It made me really, really happy to see such a strong representation in the East-West Shrine game by FCS players. And I've gotten to the point where it's just I'm rooting so hard for them in the in, in all of the bowl games that they play. I just, whenever a, a broadcaster, like whenever Charles Davis would say where, where a player was from or he would talk about the FCS, I would just start like fist pumping, like, yeah, yeah, that's us. And then they were just out there doing their thing. And I, it's just so great to see such a really good uh, it's just a large representation of fcs football players and i think it it just it, it might just it's a really good hopeful trend like hopefully this just keeps on picking up and everyone just starts recognizing that all of these guys who are impact players 
uh, were able to go out there and do their thing with with F- FBS guys. Yeah, and the one thing that I, I've kind of noticed over time is that typically not all the FCS guys that are invited, but a, a good amount of them that are invited are usually the best performers in these games for the reason that they're the best at the FCS level. And frankly, they seem a lot more talented and stand up against these FBS guys. They typically you know, are, are so grateful for this opportunity and finally have that shot to really shine on the biggest possible stage that they that they absolutely ball out and have a very, very good week and, again, earn themselves a ton of money. So Illinois State, the two guys that they sent to this game, James Robinson and Luther Kirk, a lot of people were saying had the biggest games out of them. James Robinson, 136 yards from scrimmage, and then Luther Kirk was the defensive MVP. Now, from Robinson, Sean, I saw a lot of really good stuff from him. Very, very good vision. He had that one very long run where he started to lead towards the right, but then he realized everyone was washed down, so he cut it back, redirected it right up the field, and picked up a ton of yards. He's that lateral style of a running back that really works well, but we did see that work in the negative sense because he tried to do that in the red zone a few plays later, and it didn't work so well because he tried to redirect and then loop around, and he got tackled for a four- to five-yard loss. Yeah, what I fr- saw from James Robinson in this game was he was a running back that looked like he was re- he really wanted to run the ball. And sometimes you see running backs, and they're running, and they they just happen to be running backs. But this guy, he is running back through and through, and he wants to tote the rock, and he wants to run people over. He wants to juke people out of their, their shoes. He wants to score touchdowns and get yards. And that that is everything that you want eye-test-wise from a running back. I mean, he's got speed, agility, power. He's he's got it. He he has got the NFL potential, and he has the intangibles that they're looking for. And it was I was really happy to see that it, it, when he did break off that big run, it wasn't just oh James Robinson from Illinois State. It was oh there he is again, James Robinson again. And it was a, a emphasis on again, meaning that he was making a big impact on that game. Yeah, he's got such big play ability, and I think the fact that he went over 100 yards from scrimmage is a huge deal because everyone playing in this game is splitting time. Nobody plays a full game, and the fact that he was able to do that with very limited touches just shows how much of a big play explosive player he is. He's not big, he's not huge, he's around 5'10", 5'9", but I can guarantee some team is going to fall in love with him, he's going to shoot up draft boards, and he's going to get taken in a good range because they can use him as a consistent second running back in his first year to be that receiving threat, that change of pace threat that's fast, quick, got that jitterbug type speed that he can make these big breakaway plays. He doesn't need to be your lead guy, but he's going to be a huge offensive weapon. Now, as far as other guys that had pretty good performances, Dante Olsen, seven tackles, and then our two of our teammates had good games. Aaron Parker, two catches for 25 yards. He had that one really nice grab on the sideline. But, man, that there was a play during this game where Murph, Kyle Murphy, fellow offensive linesman with Sean, I, there was a play where he pancaked the hell out of, I think it was a linebacker or maybe it was a defensive tackle. It was just a great, great play by him, but he was not allowing any room or, or any give to the guys that he was blocking during this game. Yeah. Um, first of all, Aaron Parker could have had three catches for 80 yards and a touchdown had the FIU quarterback not missed him on the first play of the game because 
going to be starting for the East, and he burned uh, whatever cornerback was on him, and he could have been going for six on a deep route. But the FIU quarterback just had a bad ball. And but and Murph, I mean, he just planted that guy. I mean, he put him into the turf. He didn't just put him down. He It was a fantastic finish. And he was going out uh, against a really strong defensive tackle from um, from Utah. And uh, I mean, he was going against really strong defensive tackles. And he went from playing defensive end, or from offensive tackle to now guard. So he's been making that shift back into uh, a little more close quarters with a little bit stronger guys. And he was plenty strong. He had really good hips. And he showed that all game. Every time I was watching him, I was just like, yeah, good hips, good hips, good hips. And then he just he kept them off. He was keeping them at the line of scrimmage at bay. It was a really good day for Murph. And it, Parker just – he the jump ball that he caught on the sidelines is – I'd say it's a ball that a lot of people at this bowl game would have caught. But it's a, it's a ball that I knew he was going to catch. It, it didn't matter if he was taking contact or not. He, he's just – yeah, I was just happy to see him getting touches. I was happy to see him getting looks. Uh, it was just I'm ecstatic for both of those guys. And the thing that we said before the show, and I was talking to you and saying that because of the position of offensive line, they don't get as much attention when people talk about the performances from these games. But I was I was trying to objectively watch and just look at the whole offensive line, but I couldn't help but notice what Murph was doing because he was just stalemating guys at the line of scrimmage on pass plays he was not allowing anyone to get any ground on him from the interior just a huge performance from him and then also lastly Bucknell's punter Alex Peachin averaged 41.4 yards per punt not a a huge day for him because he does tend to average a lot more than that but a a considerable performance from him speaking of bowls though oh no we're gonna say go ahead I was just gonna say uh, when you were talking about watching the line of scrimmage, it reminded me I was watching Derek Tuska uh, go against that Alabama tackle, uh, Womack. And, I mean, he was giving him everything that he wanted. It was a really good uh, showing for Tuska. FCS guys showed out in that game, and we've got one more game to discuss. But speaking of bowls, as we're discussing them today, we have the senior, or the Super Bowl coming up rather in two weeks. We had two very, very exciting games in the AFC and NFC Championship games. NFC Championship game not as exciting because the 49ers completely dominated the Packers. Well, you got one more shot to bet in the NFL season, and it's the biggest game of the year. So why not head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality? If you think that... The Chiefs or the 49ers are going to win this game. Put a little money on it. Make it a bit fun for yourself so you not only get to watch a good game, but also get to cash out. My bookie is one of the most trusted sports books in the industry. Is football not your thing, though? No worries. My bookie has got it all from NBA to the Premier League. My bookie also has the fastest payouts, best promotions, and very helpful 24 7 customer service. Also, though, this is the big promo here that we pitch every show. If you want to join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that promo code is BLV to get your extra cash from MyBookie. Bet, win, get paid. Last big game and honestly the biggest oh, senior all-star game 
is the Senior Bowl. And we have a handful of very, very talented guys. Not as many as the East-West Shrine game. There's still some potential that standout performers from the Shrine game can get an invite to the, the Senior Bowl, depending on if any injuries occur. But those participate, participating are Dayton's Adam Troutman, South Carolina State Offensive Tackle Alex Taylor, and Southern Illinois Safety Jeremy Chin. So three talented guys. And I think the one that I'm going to be really interested in watching in is Alex Taylor because the dude's 6'9". He's huge. He's enormous. Now we got to see what he's going to do against these top quality senior draft prospects. Yeah, Taylor is going to, I'm not going to lie, he's going to have his hands full all day in this senior bowl. But he's proven what he can do in college. He's got good enough feet and he is a behemoth. I mean, he is... He's going to move people off the ball on running plays, but where it all matters really is, is how he's going to do in pass protection in this senior bowl. And it's just a matter of getting his long arms on the defensive ends and just knowing when they're showing up, when they're bringing a blitz or when they're going to stunt and picking that up. And if he does that, then he'll be in really good shape. But the player that I'm most looking forward to see and who I think I'm, who, who I think is going to have the biggest day is Dayton's tight end Adam Troutman. Uh, just because when I was watching the, the East-West Shrine game, the Georgia tight end, who had four catches or eight catches on the season, got targeted like five times in the first two drives. So these quarterbacks, they love hitting the tight ends in these bowl games because they are like they're the most open, really, because the wide receivers are finally going against defensive backs consistently that are going to be going in the NFL. But the tight ends are still going against linebackers and safeties who might not have as much experience coveraging, covering elite tight ends. So I think Troutman is probably going to haul in a touchdown. I think he's probably going to have around 50 yards, maybe three catches, four catches. But he is going to have a – I think he's going to have a really good day. And I think that these bowl games are just a really good opportunity for tight ends especially. A lot of talent evaluators have been really waiting for this week because – He's playing at Dayton, a really small Pioneer League school. He dominated as a tight end, but we didn't really get to see what he can do against these huge, talented NFL-quality players. So now that he's in that situation, a lot of talent evaluators are expecting him to have a huge week. And I think the last person, all three of these guys are very talented. And, the, and Jeremy Chin also is a, a big name to pay attention to. He's huge. He's six foot three as a safety. He's got really good length. He's got very long arms. He's very, very quick. I would expect him to have a good performance because of how athletic and how talented he is. How talented he is. It's just, it's so unique and odd to see a safety that can move as well as he can at that, that six foot three. It's a, it's a huge asset to have that tall of a player in the secondary. He needs to have a Cam Chancellor-esque hit. He needs to have some tackle in the open field that just makes everybody go, wow. Or he needs to have an interception. or Because safeties, a lot of the time, they get a little lost in the mix. They're a, lo a little bit like the run-stuffing defensive tackles on the defensive side are a little bit like offensive linemen. Like they're not, unless they are absolute ball hawks, they're not racking up the the insane stats. But if you can boom a guy, especially in one of these bowl games, then you're going to open some eyes because I mean, you're, you're tackling grown men in the NFL. So you have to prove that you can tackle grown men. 
And that's that's what I think Chin has the ability to do, but he just needs to showcase it in this game. Yeah, and I'd also like to see how well he covers. It's going to be a, a challenge for him to face these talented receivers during this game and also going against some huge quarterbacks, Justin Herbert. And uh, I don't know if he'll be going... I, I, I don't rec- know off the top of my head which team he is on. Uh, he's on the North team. I don't even know <laughs> why I'm... Uh, speculating what team he's on but still he's got a lot of talented quarterbacks that are going to be participating in this game it's a matter of seeing how well he's going to cover how well he's going to play against a lot of really good skill position players that are very very fast and I I still stand by the fact that he's going to be up and ready for the challenge that's gonna be it from us folks we should be having another show coming out later this week most likely on Thursday. Be sure to follow Sean and I at Joe DeLeon. And Sean, what is your new Twitter handle? At Anderson underscore audio. I don't get it, but follow him. Um, also follow Believe Podcast, spelled B-L-E-A-V, on Instagram and Twitter. Additionally, be sure to head over to Believe.com, spelled B-L-E-A-V.com, where there is an amazing arsenal of shows that they have on there if you're interested in anything i can guarantee they have a show for it what are you giggling about arsenal i thought you were gonna go with array i died <laughs> that would have been better they're battalion of podcasts <laughs> it is kind of like a battalion <laughs> hey when world war three breaks out they're going to be sending the believe you, podcast network out <laughs> how do you think we'd fare up in a in a um in a, in a fight against all the other podcasts we, like you know, if we have 125, uh, do you think we we land in like the top? I, we're two we're two people, but I, okay. Well, there's no MMA we pod, the There's no MMA podcast, so uh, oh, that's nice. Like, I'm not worried about that. Uh, you think you can beat up Jason? You think you can beat up Mike Taylor or Jason Campbell? Probably not. But that's what you're. You know, because they they have like normal people hosts, and then and then you would face off against the athletes. So I would so go I against the, the normal. Per, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. In any situation, even the. Ones that are fast, but I don't think anyone's bigger than you. I don't know. I have us annihilating. Um, <laughs> who were the uh, <laughs> who the, the charity stripe? I got us taken. Oh. I got you taken <laughs> out two of the charity stripe guys. <laughs> Man, we're gonna get like a uh, like a really aggressive <laughs> DM from them or. Like Taylor's gonna hey, call Cam- us out on Twitter. You guys want to fight? <laughs> hey, Cam Rogers. Also, I got Joe taking you off. Oh I got no, Joe no, because you, you know he's gonna. Li- he has to listen. Why would you? <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're gonna get the short Ravens end of this thing. Ravens podcast. Oh, oh I no! I want to hear if he thinks he can beat Joe in a, in a, in a melee. <laughs> Why are you causing beef that, like, I'm not even... It's not even beef for yourself. You're trying to because, start a, a fight with someone else that involves me. Because if I have to... That's that's our role. Because if you get in a fight, you're just going to look right back to me like, oh, you're going to come help me? I'm obviously going to have to oblige. <laughs> so sometimes you're i gotta, I got to just throw you in the... <laughs> Oh uh, man, but that would be awesome to get circles circulating to see which which believe believe shows think they can beat other ones. <laughs> I, oh, we should man. pitch that as like a <laughs> as like a weekly or someone should turn it into a, into a separate show, like a spinoff show, <laughs> weekly call out. <laughs> 
Oh, so, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> also, be sure to rate and subscribe wherever you're listening to us, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And also, give us a rating. We would like to know what you think of the show. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Twenty twenty, a new year. It's the perfect opportunity to take your business to the next level by hiring the right people. But finding qualified candidates can be challenging. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin makes it easy. ZipRecruiter sends your job to more than one hundred of the web's leading job boards. But they don't stop there with their powerful matching technology. ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes and finds people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one, spotlighting the top candidates so you never miss a great match. It's so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-G-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.